We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though I will let you put dip in my pussy and scoop it out with Fritos. <laughs> People hate Fritos. Uh, I'm also running out of these little things. But okay, my guest today, you know her. You love her. She's got a special on Netflix, a part of the stand-up series. She's been on Chelsea lately. She was on the Mindy Project. She's on Bless the Hearts. Uh, she she was a, in an episode of Dear White People. Did I read that? I was, ooh, yeah. Ooh, I'm remembering things. <laughs> it's Fortune Fibster. What's up? <laughs> By the way, I like Fritos. You do? <laughs> yeah. I like Fritos, too. But people are always like, Nicole... They are the worst chip. They are not the worst chip. I think they're a pretty tasty chip. Yeah. I was in Rochester, New York over the weekend, and I was trying to get snacks from the uh, from like the downstairs, but they only of had the a, hotel. Yes, but they <laughs> only had a bag of pretzels, and I was like, mm, that's, well, that's that's the worst. Thing. Depressing. Yeah. And then a man with trash said. There's a vending machine downstairs. <laughs> and I said, oh. And the guy at the front desk goes, I didn't know that. And he was like, yeah, you wouldn't. Follow me. And then I was like, it's 2 a.m. I'm pretty stoned. Do I follow this man with trash to the basement? <laughs> the answer was yes. And there was a glorious vending machine. There you go. Filled with Fritos. You always have adventures. <laughs> Every time I go on Twitter, you're like, here's a new adventure. Oh, boy. I don't ask for them, but they happen. But you're just an open person. I'm a very open person. My therapist said I have an open face, and that's why she thinks things happen to me, <laughs> which is like a weird thing to say, but an, I think I get it. An open face? I think like, she means I have a friendly face, you're like just a big, round, things. friendly face. I have kind of that, too. I think so. Or, Yeah. You have a nice energy to you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. While I was in Rochester, I uh, tried to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean tried? Okay, so I met this bartender, and he was, like, pretty cute. 
Let's see. Should I say his full name? <laughs> okay. His so I was. He goes. Does he have a distinct full so, name? He goes. What's your name? I said Nicole. What's yours? He goes. You know, like that Elton John song. Oh. I was like, why? <laughs> why is that the way you've introduced yourself to me? He's like Elton John's hot right yeah, now. He's he like had a so movie hot right out. now. So then <laughs> was like really flirting with me so hard and yeah. I was like alright so and he was like what room are you staying in or, and like where's your hotel so I told him oh you give that information now well cause I was like he's really flirting with me okay cause like we were at a bar and he was flirting so then I told him and then he like came to my room and we're like making out and like hot okay like he's got like abs for days nice. it was just like very weird to like touch a person who cares about their body <laughs> and we're like going at it i'm like sucking that dick and <laughs> it's not getting hard what no what he, like, he was a little he was too drunk so then he was just like he got like a little hard and he was like all right i'm gonna fuck you and i was like okay and i was like also you could choke me because i like that uh-huh. and he goes okay so but he like wasn't fully hard so he was like mashing his like oh no barely hard dick into me and then choking me <laughs> i was like so you're just choking me <laughs> like, you're just with none of the pleasure none of the pleasure it just seems like you're trying to kill me oh. i was like please no stop uh and then he was like oh sorry he's like flip over so i flip over and he's like oh boy it's like a wet noodle back here <laughs> i was like this is this is insane. Did it get hard once he flipped? No. Once you flipped over? No. He just went, ah, oh, boy. I, well, I was like, I don't think this is going to happen He's, tonight. You're like, he threw up on my back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just like brushing it off going, Because I have um, an open face. I have a very open face. He puked all over me. And I said, this is not what I meant when I asked for lube. Oh, man. Uh, so then I was like, I don't think this is going to happen tonight. He's like, ah, sorry. And I was like, okay. So then I started putting my clothes on. And then I was like, oh, okay, bye, bye. And he goes, we're not going to cuddle? And I was like, Why? Oh, you don't get to cuddle if you hadn't done no. the full deed. No. You only get no to cuddle re- if there's been penetration. Yes. Or just like if someone came. You know? Yes, yeah, so at least one of you has like, to come. You sucked on my titty so long I came. <laughs> then I'll cuddle with you. But I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be anywhere near you. And then I also had to leave at like 6 a.m. Oh, and it was, was like 4 in the morning. I was going to ask if you had another night in Rochester. To... I did not. If I did, then I'd be like, all right, let's try again. And then I was yeah. bummed that I didn't meet him like the night before. So we're going to try it again the next day. Uh. And then my Lyft driver pulls up and then goes, like, leans out of her window. She's like, my boyfriend's in the car. Is that okay? And I was like, I guess. Because, like, it was 4 a.m. in Rochester. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to get another Lyft. So then I get in. And the way he was speaking to her, I was like, I don't think this is her boyfriend. I think this is her pimp. No. I think this is their side hustle. (laughs) Like, along with, like, sex work? She's like, no one wants to fuck at 4 a.m., so I drive Uber. So he's like, you will make money. Drive this lift. It was really bonkers. Like, the whole, and I was, like, still pretty drunk, so I was like, this is too much. That could open up a whole other portal to the prostitute industry. It could. If they were like, well, it's pretty dead between, you know, this <laughs> hour and this hour. So I drive an so Uber. I drive an Uber and then get right back on. Yeah. I, I, I never leave the streets technically. <laughs> you know, I'm either patrolling them on foot, looking for somebody, yeah. or I'm in my car, taking them to destination. <laughs> I had no idea Rochester was so full of the characters. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I think I just attract it's, the it's, most insane. It's that open face here. It's my open face. Now, did you and 
exchange numbers or you just kind of you kind of leave it as is. No, no. We exchanged numbers. I'll tell you uh cuz I wanted his last name cuz I was like was he as attractive as I thought he was? Oh, so you wanted to look him up on social media. Yes. So then I said if I'm ever in Rochester again, I'm going to try and fuck you again. <laughs> and then he almost instantaneously said, I apologize for my performance. I was hammered. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. What's your last name? Because, uh... <laughs> it's okay. I need your last name and your address. <laughs> and your social security number. I'm taking you to small claims court because uh, you stole an orgasm that I could have had. Uh, so he told me his last name. I just wanted to look him up on Instagram. And he's very attractive. Okay. And he's also got, like... A bunch of like really sincere captions. Aww. And I was like, I think you're just like a really sweet, nice man who was just too drunk. Just too drunk. Oh, well, so I guess you're going to have to get back to Rochester. I got to get point. back there. And then I'm going to be in Montreal. Are you going to Montreal? I am, yeah. So I'm going to be there too. And I was like, ooh, Rochester's near Canada. So I was looking up how long of a drive. It's a five hour drive. Oh, and I was God. Like, I don't that's think gonna make that no that's not worth it no you can maybe meet in the middle at a holiday inn express <laughs> <laughs> i love how specific that was a holiday inn express i'm just saying he lives in rochester mm-hmm. he's probably familiar with a holiday inn express <laughs> probably but not as much a ritz carlton no have you ever stayed at a ritz carlton i have oh you're so lucky i'm, fan- I'm fancy i've never stayed at one the most like fancy hood oh wait maybe i have I bet you have. Is there one in Chicago? I stayed at this like wildly fancy hotel in Chicago when I did the Steve Harvey show. Steve Harvey treats you great. It was like a sweet. I did the Steve Harvey show and they had me fly in and out day of. (laughs) Damn it! Steve! Oh, I feel like I. That's so I funny. They're rolling the deal. <laughs> they were like, "You're gonna fly in and literally get right back on a plane." Yeah, That's right. Wild. That's they did so get, rude. They did buy me a pizza. They bought me a pizza too. <laughs> but also, I got to stay at like the Ritz Carlton. I stayed at this like beautiful hotel. I wish I had known that that was even an option. Uh, what I like to say, if anyone ever suggests I fly in and out, I go. Oh, uh, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I we don't s- give a reason. You're smarter than I am. Oh, I I'm can't like, possibly. sure, sure thing. I'll fly to Chicago <laughs> and back day of. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Got it. Thank you so much. <laughs> what was the topic you were on for Steve Harvey? He, they had me come on to do a, a comedians you should know. They were doing like a thing for the month, like once a week. Ah. And so I went and did a f- little few minutes of stand up and then talked with Steve. Mm. And I think he thought, like, he seemed to really love my stand-up. But then once he started talking to me, I think he was like, mm, I don't like her as much as like this anymore. when I heard her stand-up. I don't like any of her actual thoughts. I only like every, polished bits. Every, like, story I tried to tell, he was just like, hmm. <laughs> That's the best when the host of the show is like, you're like, oh, you hate me, yeah. and uh, I well, can't he, win. He loves me so much after my stand-up. He's like, oh, we got to work together sometime. I'm like, great, uh-huh. Steve. I love you. <laughs> and then after our segment, he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out of here. Uh, I did a late-night show. It wasn't Conan, because I love Conan, mm-hmm. and it wasn't Seth Meyers, because Seth is great. Yes. So it was another one. Okay, we okay. One of the you other can do ones. deductive reasoning. If There's you go only like on the two internet. other ones. Yes. Okay. But I did it, and I was like, two minutes into the interview, I was like, "This man hates me." Really? <laughs> yes. And I was like, 
oh, there's no way for me to like dig myself yeah. out of this. I don't, he hates me. And I, there's nothing like being hated in the moment, you know? Oh, it's hard to, on it, television. It really is hard to know how to navigate that. Yes. Because then you like try harder uh-huh. and push, and they're just like and not just having like, it. No, I'm not going to help you out. When you watched it back, did it? I didn't across? watch it back okay. because it really felt so awful. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, I hate that this is out for the world to see. <laughs> I was like, I wish I could. I like, wonder why he. Ask them to take Whoever this, this person is hated you. I don't know. But I mean, I'm not for everyone. I'm not everyone's cup of tea. I get it. You're my cup of tea. Hey, Fortune, you're <laughs> mine. Fortune, you told me this, not me personally, but we did a cluster fest. Yeah. Um, and you told me this story. Do you tell it on stage? I've never told it anywhere before. It is the funny. <laughs> it made me laugh so hard. And I told several people really? this story because it really made me tee hee hee. Well, you want uh, your show was all about. They said that we had to tell a story about some some drinking mm-hmm. story, and I don't have a ton of like stories where I've gotten hammered mm-hmm. just because I'm a little too responsible sometimes. <laughs> and I did the show in Des Moines, and I got iced, which is when they <laughs> they um, make you get on your knees and chug a Smirnoff ice. And I was like, I lost complete control of the whole crowd. They're all chanting, ice, 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 ice. And I'm all like, guys, I'm not, I'm not in a sorority. Like, what? I'm not doing this. And I don't know how, but somehow mm-hmm. this crowd of 400 people. 400 people? Yeah. They made, Damn. They made me get on my knees. But they had been sending me drinks the entire show. Like, they didn't even care about my stand-up. They didn't want to hear comedy. It's. Really bizarre. They're like, we paid 20-something dollars uh-huh. just to send you alcohol <laughs> on stage. And then they had a, some lesbians like, here's a Smirnoff ice. <laughs> You're going to get iced. <laughs> and I got so hammered. I think I might have gotten roofied. Yes, that um, was like the sad part yeah. of the story. But so, nothing happened to you, <laughs> so we can still giggle. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happened. I like woke up and had been... Somehow got into the car of whoever booked the show, <laughs> and I was intact. I just really love that it 400 was, people it, were chanting, <laughs> yeah. iced, iced, I'm sure there's a YouTube video out there somewhere of me in a, probably a sweater vest. <laughs> <laughs> I went through a phase of sweater vests. Isn't it wild to like look back at your fashion choices? Oh. I used to wear like formal vests with jeans. Yeah. That was like <laughs> my thing. Thank you. I've had some really, I've made really bad choices. What's one of the worst? Well, I went through a phase where I wore shirts that were really too tight. <laughs> And and they were a little too short, <laughs> and I have a big belly, <laughs> so, so the bottom part of my belly used to kind of poke out and just say hi to people. I don't know if that's a bad choice. <laughs> I like it, because now I wear crop tops on purpose, and like sometimes people go, oh, your stomach's out, and I'm like, yeah, it's a choice. <laughs> it's a purpose. Yes, I'm wearing stretchy jeans it's a and half a shirt. Top. Get out of here. I couldn't afford the full shirt. Yeah, I clearly wasn't meaning to do that. So, okay, Fortune. 
we haven't talked about this, but you are in a relationship. I sure am. I'm engaged. Yeah, 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 to my, yeah, yeah. To my partner, Jax. Who I earlier called Jazz, and I will <laughs> never forget it. But all I want to do is call her Jazz now. Because <laughs> I think a couple named Fortune and Jazz <laughs> should run Hollywood. <laughs> Fortune and Jazz, I can see the couple. They wear a lot of gauzy things. Yeah. Fortune and Jazz will take a meeting with you now. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, Fortune, how did you... Well, Jazz is sitting... Not Jazz. Oh, my God. <laughs> jazz is sitting <laughs> right jazz, next to jazz me. Jazz is here. We met at Chicago Pride, mm-hmm. um, as you do. Yes. I had some friends that lived in Chicago, and I thought, I'll stop into Pride and see what's <laughs> going on. And, and how uh, many years ago was this? Four. Okay. And this uh, girl comes up to me with her friend and says, my friend really wants a picture with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, the girl asking uh, who's saying her friend needs a picture was Jazz, <laughs> a.k.a. Jax. And I was like, oh, this girl's pretty cute. Okay. So I take a picture with them. And I'll and then they go away and I'm like I was like man that girl was so cute mm-hmm. and uh, like 15 minutes later she comes back oh. and she was like our picture didn't turn out can we take another one and I'm all in my head like sure it didn't <laughs> she, and I'm not when it comes to women I did not have a lot of confidence mm-hmm. and so I was never the type who was like oh she's into me mm-hmm. if anything I was always the person who was like oh are they looking at the person why I don't know I just I you're think, adorable and so funny well, I think because I came out later in life oh, okay. I didn't come out till I was like 25 oh okay so I didn't get to do that you know like in high school you get to in college you get to make a lot of mistakes mm-hmm. you get to get rid of that awkwardness and sort of figure it out at a younger age. Mm-hmm. So I was always figuring it out, you know, late 20s and stuff. And so I think it just sort of affected my confidence ah. in that way. But for Makes some sense. reason, I was like thinking she was into me, which mm-hmm. gave me sort of a false sense of confidence. <laughs> so we took the picture and I left my arm around her, kind of lingering, because I'm like, she's into me. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of chatted. And she's now later told me that the picture really was awful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and she really did just come back to get a n- new picture of her friend. <laughs> but yeah, it was awful. My friend... I didn't realize it for 15 minutes because I was standing there talking to my friend. And she Mm -hmm. said, send me that photo. I want to post it on Facebook. And I'm like, oh, dear. I can't. You can't (laughs) post that one. Let's go back over. But I also had been drinking quite a bit. so Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we started running into each other all night and exchanged numbers. And then she, I didn't know this, but she had been, like, dating a couple of different people at this time. Mm -hmm. And they were all, like, kind of trying to vie for her attention. And uh, so every time I would try to talk to her, there was, like, uh, a little Indian woman (laughs) with her arm around her. And I couldn't... (laughs) <laughs> you couldn't get in there. You're like, mm, dang. I, I called she her. Napo- was- I called her Napoleon because she was. T- she she was-, was very short and angry, <laughs> and she kept like you know the bar, like how it has a step. Sometimes she would get up she on had the to step, step on the stool to be able to put her arm around Jack oh, because I'm pretty to tall. Claim her mm-hmm. territory, 
And so I don't know what I don't. I got kind of bold in a way that I've never been before. Mm-hmm. Where I said I'm because I knew if I stayed in that bar, I would not get to talk to her, or hang out with her. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm calling an Uber. It's gonna be here in five minutes. You're either coming or you're not. <gasps> oh boy! And five minutes passes because she didn't say whether or not she was gonna. To come with me. Uh-huh. And normally I don't like that. I'd be like, oh, who do you think you are? I'm going to come if when I want to come. Mm-hmm. But yeah, about five the five-minute mark, I, I panic. And-, here, and she comes running, running out with me. <laughs> but my favorite part is no, I, we no, had no. two. No, <laughs> you are not I have to part. tell this part. So I had two now, friends. Now, this is where she makes up this I am not making. I am not making this up. I had two friends with me. One was in the front. They were together. One mm-hmm. was in the front seat, and the other one was... Jax was sitting in the middle of us, mm-hmm. and the other one's on the other side. So halfway through the Uber ride, Jack starts rubbing my leg, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, she is into <laughs> me. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we get out of the Uber at, uh, at another bar, and the my friend's girlfriend was like, she was, like, rubbing my leg the whole time? Clearly, <laughs> she had been rubbing both of our legs. Like, kind of like, well, I got to, let me play my odds and uh, see which one oh, of these boy. take. <laughs> I mean, it was Pride Weekend. Hey. <laughs> she was rubbing both of our oh, legs. Oh, boy. That is so <laughs> funny. <laughs> she is Never me. let she me sit in the middle. My leg. Yeah. She was rubbing my leg, too. And I was all like, <laughs> what, bitch? No, but it clearly didn't stop us. Uh, so we hung out basically that whole weekend mm-hmm. and have, I mean, then she went oh, out of the country for like a month almost, and we texted like every day, mm-hmm. and then she came to visit me in L.A., and we, we both were kind of like, I remember like the night before she was coming, I was like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I don't really know her, and on the way here, she was like, oh my God, I don't really know her, mm-hmm. so when we saw each other at the airport, we were both kind of like, Hi, stranger. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is kind of crazy yeah. to meet for like a weekend, be apart for a month, and then be like, I guess I see you again. Yeah, it was kind of cr- trippy. But uh-huh. then she was here for like five days, and we did realize we do like each other, mm-hmm. and then we kind of started a long-distance relationship from there. So we were long-distance for a year, mm-hmm. and then she moved here three years ago. Oh. She and I really, you know, it's it's really a testament to her. She's uh, a kindergarten teacher in mm-hmm. Chicago, and she really, really loves her loved her job there, and um, was really making a difference. And mm-hmm. she had to give up a lot to come here for me because you know this. I kind of have to be here. Yeah. So I, she made a lot of sacrifices, and I really appreciate her oh, for doing that. Boy. That's so genuine and so sweet. But I had dated so many stinkers before her, (laughs) and it was so not... I mean, I I just couldn't believe that someone, you know, was so, like... Everyone I dated here is so selfish, you Mm -hmm. know? And this person was making such a huge thing for mm-hmm. me a sacrifice for me it was it was special that's so cute and honestly you guys are really cute together i've been creeping on the instagram <laughs> y'all went on vacation and it looked like fun it, we had a real nice time <laughs> where were you we were in italy yes. uh, yeah you look like you had a blast we like to travel a lot we travel mm-hmm. a lot for for my work jax has been subbing this year so she's been mm-hmm. touring with me 
and uh, and then somehow we managed to take trips on in between, which Ugh. is we basically live at the airport. I live at the airport, and if I fly at a certain time, the TSA people will be like, "My friend, <laughs> yeah." yeah. And I'm like, "Hello, uh-huh. <laughs> what's going on?" I have How flight are you? attendants who are like, uh-huh. "Oh, it's you again," yep. and I'm like, "Uh huh." Give me that Jack Daniels. <laughs> uh-huh. Give me my airplane booze. I'm going to have the Power Bites box. <laughs> Is that a JetBlue? That's a American Airlines. Oh, American Airlines. Yeah. I only fly Delta. Really? See, I feel like that's smart because American's been going downhill. American is terrible. Is that the one? Is that the airline where you found the found poop? Poop? Yeah. No. <laughs> but guess what? I'm there's out. <laughs> there's TVs on almost every flight. Oh. <laughs> and I'll take. I just don't open the the, the blanket blanket anymore. And then I watch this video with Naomi Campbell where she like wipes down every inch of the plane. She, that's what she. That's does. what I do. Yeah. Um. And then also Naomi Campbell gets one of those like airplane blankets and drapes it over the seat oh. so she sanitizes it and then puts the blanket on top and I was like oh I think I'm gonna start doing that too you've been doing that well I think I'm gonna start oh but then you've gotta open the blanket no 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 she oh, buys you- a blanket from the like from like a Hudson News right okay uh, and then drapes it over and I was like I think that would make me feel even better our friend invented something what's it called Airplane seat covers. It's he invented oh, airplane seat cool. covers, and it's like a condom for your seat. I love that because people don't understand planes never get clean. I know when they're like, uh, "We're delaying the boarding process. We're cleaning the plane." It just means they're picking up trash. Yeah, it doesn't the, mean they're like even like opening the seat back oh, pockets. Yeah. Because I found the grossest things in seat back pockets. Flight attendants are always like, "Don't put your." stuff there and, yeah and i'm like really they're like yeah don't don't do that. it's disgusting and she won't ever put anything in the flap in front of your seat you nope. know nope. She, those are the worst people put like dirty diapers yep. people are fucking on their worst behavior and they're disgusting I, on planes i think people are on their worst behavior everywhere nowadays i think it's comedy shows and airports are the top two places people do not act and those are the well. places we have to be it's the top two all. places i'm in uh, every week <laughs> like, i spend the most time in airports and then in shows going please stop yelling at me i know do you, people yell things at you um p- they don't not when I'm on stage, but in life they yell things ah. at me a lot. Like usually whatever show they've seen me on, they'll uh-huh. be like, The Mindy Project. <laughs> and I'm like, Yep, I was on that. It's funny though. It's or like, character names. I was there. Why are you why yeah. are you yelling why I, are you yelling my resume at me? I only did seven episodes of this show Life and Pieces on CBS. Mm-hmm. But like People who were like fifty and older uh, loved that mm-hmm. show, and I every every like in Italy, Dougie. What's really? up? Really, Italians like Americans that were over oh, there. Okay, I went a bunch of. Italians. I was like, wow, I didn't know Life in Pieces was hot in Italy. <laughs> no, it was a lot of like like retired <laughs> Americans over there being like, hey, Dougie, what's going on? And it's they yell that at me a lot. That's so wild. I love it. But Ooh, I, Fortune, wait. <laughs> we gotta take a break. Okay. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. 
The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now, more than ever, with supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Neve. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> 
without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh boy, Fortune, we're back. And we're <laughs> back. We're back from the break. <laughs> um, you said you dated a lot of stinkers yeah. before Jax. So who is the stinkiest? Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't even know where I would start. I dated a lot of women who didn't want to commit. Ah. So it was a lot of like, I, I want to date you, but also I have a boyfriend. And I'm like, oh. huh? Or like, or they, or they would say, I don't want to get into a serious thing right now. And then I would find out they were dating like 10 other people. And it wasn't like we were committed, Mm -hmm. but I didn't know there was like, you know, 10 10 other other fucking people. people. And just a lot of like, just nobody wanted to be upfront and truthful, you know, because it's one thing to be like, I don't want to be serious. Um, uh, and it's another thing to be like, I don't want to be serious just so you know I'm dating a bunch mm-hmm. of people. Like, yeah, I'd rather would, know. Right, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. Yeah. If I went on a date with someone and they were like, listen, this was really great. I'd like to see you again. But just FYI, I am dating like a couple other people. Yeah, but I'm they like, would never perfect. say that. They would make it sound like, I'm just not a place to be serious right now because mm-hmm. I'm focused on work or whatever. Yeah. Not like, hey, I'm, I'm <laughs> fucking five people. I'm fucking everybody <laughs> you don't know. So there was a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make you feel good, you know, because you just, it feels, and a lot of them would want to be friends. I'm like, I, you don't, you're not even truthful to mm-hmm. me in this regard. How am I going to be good friends with you? Yes. You know what I mean? And, so there was a lot of that and just, I don't know. You never know if people are dating you for the right reasons. Yes. Um. So it was hard to, I, I didn't have a lot of serious relationships. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of casual dating and mm-hmm. like people that just, a lot of people wanted to be my like best friend, ah. but they didn't want to like be. Be in a relationship uh, yeah, exactly. with you. That's. It's so interesting and like it sucks that you have to like kind of like sift through people and mm-hmm. be like, what do you what do you actually want from me? Yeah. Cause that's all people really they want things from you. Like I know I want from a person to be sexually satisfied, to have someone who like enjoys being around me and mm-hmm. like tells me they like me. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I want from somebody. For. And I'm like, you have to let me know what you want from me. If it's right. truly just like you want to sit at a table and like stare at me and pick my brain about comedy, say that. Mm-hmm. And then I can say no. Right. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Do like, you have any career advice? Lately I've been getting DMs from gentlemen going, can I take you on a date? And I go, okay, a romantic date? And they go, no, I'm gay. Uh, I oh. just want to like take you out. And I'm like, then do not say Date and that, I know we were just talking about that on the way here because uh, I was saying to her that when I was newly out, I went on a few uh, what I thought were dates that I, turned out not to be dates, mm-hmm. and one of them was I asked a girl to go to a like a movie in the park with some friends of mine, mm-hmm. and she showed up with a date. No, <laughs> yes. and I was like. <laughs> She was 
oh, this is my date. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Here's a blanket for you two. Like I became like <laughs> I became like their romance coordinator. Here is a blanket. Do you guys want champagne? Oh boy, that's yeah. awful. And I not had never thought about that until we were uh, in the car. And, uh-huh. and then another time, I asked a girl for a drink. I didn't. I didn't know the lingo. I didn't know if that you had to say Do you want to go on a date. I think I just ah. said Do you want to get a drink. Mm-hmm. And the, she spent the whole time talking about all the girls she had crushes on. And oh, I was boy. like, ah, being gay's hard. <laughs> That's terrible. What did you end up doing where you're like, I have crushes too. Uh, uh, yeah, I was like, uh, uh, I'm, I'm in it too. I'm, uh, there's so many girls I want to get get with. <laughs> you know, I, I just like was so awkward for so long with it. Did you, were you on TV before or after you came out? I came out at 25, and my first TV gig was at 29. So oh, okay. I had a, had a few years of being a real loser. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> and then once I got on TV, it certainly helped. I had a lot more interest. Mm-hmm. But then again, like I said, I didn't know if people were like, there was a lot of girls that wanted to meet Chelsea Handler. Oh, she no. Because she was the girl that everyone wanted to party with yes. back then. And so every every girl known to man, because I started working for her at like the height of the show. Mm-hmm. Every girl in the world was like, I wanna I'm like Chelsea. I wanna party with Chelsea. Uh, like now Chelsea's like doing her politics and stuff. <laughs> I but, just watched a video of Chelsea cooking with, and yeah. it was so wild. I, know. I was like, this woman is so high. <laughs> she was like cracking eggs over like a hamburger, and I was like, I know. Yeah. This is pretty funny. <laughs> She's really into weed now. She's gone on from from alcohol to weed. Well, it's but, less of a hangover. I get it. Yeah. So a lot of so back then, I was like, "Do they like me, or do they just like want to come mm-hmm. watch Chelsea lately?" <clears throat> I don't know. And I'm sure there was definitely that for sure. So. That sucks. So yeah, I don't know if it was like better or worse, like pre TV mm-hmm. or post TV. It was just kind of all one big mess. That makes sense. May I ask, have you dated gentlemen? I have. I. Didn't date like, and it was never in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I went to prom, yes, um, and I went on dates, but I didn't really have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm a gold star, which means uh, it's a lesbian that's never had sex with a man, but you've touched a man. I had, I have given one hand. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it in my in that stand up yes special yes. Uh, it was in high school. Mm-hmm. And he, we were neighbors. <laughs> Not he was he was my age. He wasn't like a creepy old guy that was like touch my wiener. <laughs> and uh, he just kind of was like whipped it out, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what to. Do. I just I started poking at it. I really oh boy, didn't know what to do. And that's I, very funny. I grabbed it. I say I grabbed it like a hot clarinet. <laughs> Just because I didn't want to touch it very long, you know, uh-huh. and uh, so it was not a very romantic experience. Oh boy, I love that so much. I've um, I've like had relationships with men. I haven't had. I like sleep with ladies. I'll sleep with any old person. Yeah, uh, you sleep with who? Any old person. Oh yeah, any men old and women will do. Yeah. Oh, oh, good for non-binary, you. Non-binary, whatever, okay. doesn't matter. Uh, but I've never had like a relationship with women. Yeah. Because I feel like women, I truly don't know what they want from me. I get, I could get, I could see that. And I feel like men are like not upfront, but then women are even less upfront. Really? That's what I think. Oh, interesting. I feel like they're more withholding. 
I don't know. Mm. You met. I wonder. Maybe I've just I'm not like, you've met, met the wrong lesbians, or have? Are you sleeping with straight women? No, straight ish women. One was bi. Okay. Two were bi. Three were bi. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> two. One was a. Le- two were lesbians. Okay. Did, I think now, I've only yeah been with like five women. Sexually, what do you prefer? Do you have a preference? Um, like in in the in the sack. I don't because. Okay. I feel like once you're in bed, bodies are fun. Yeah. And like you get to explore bodies. Uh-huh. Uh and it's I think it's just exciting. Yeah. So I don't have a preference. I mean, I've not had a boyfriend, so I don't know how to compare mm-hmm. it. I have two older brothers. So that's a weird transition. How old are they? Um, how old are they? Uh they would be forty two and forty. Six. I love that you looked at. Jax I don't and know. She's, she's not like, in I don't your know family. She's like, I don't know your family like are. that. <laughs> but, but you very politely were like, <laughs> like you uh, just like nodded. <laughs> but my point is, I know, like, I I feel like I understand men pretty well, mm-hmm. having grown up with them. Are they single? They are not. They're married. Dang. I was gonna say, let me in your family. <laughs> Come on for Thanksgiving. Let me in your family, please. And uh, but I know with women, it's a little, it's a little more like chat like they want to talk about a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. uh but not you you're not really a talker (laughs) Jax is like i don't want to share feelings (laughs) and she's like no lesbian i've ever met every every other lesbian wants to talk everything to death Uh and she's like if you talk about this one more (laughs) time I'll kill you. And I'm like, oh, I guess we won't talk about that then. (laughs) They probably have a little bit more male energy. Yeah. And I'm I'm the late I'm a dainty lady, I guess. <laughs> but I yeah I love I, that so much. <laughs> I don't know why women would be not as forthcoming with you. I don't know. Dating has just been very, very hard. Are you wanting a serious relationship? I think right now I do want a serious relationship, but I also go uh, like in and out of like, I just wanna fuck. Okay. I just wanna have sex. I keep having very bad <laughs> like just experiences trying to fuck where like right. I get someone in the room with me and then it just doesn't and the happen. Wiener's not working. And the wiener's not working. The time before that I was in Tacoma and I tried to sleep with a man who was very gay oh. and was truly trying to like signal that he was gay. <laughs> and I was like, Nope, I don't want to look at these red flags. You're at like blowing all. you're like blowing him and he's like, Here's my grinder profile. Truly, <laughs> truly, yes. Well he like tried to go down on me and was like, I can't do this. Oh my god. <laughs> and then I looked at his Instagram and his like first picture was him at Pride. Yeah. So like I just and then my new friend, he couldn't get hard. Yeah. So I just uh I think I need to like take a break from trying to have sex and just let it and just like, let it be. Let it happen. I think that's the the <sighs> trick to a lot of things. If you, the like when you're not seeking it out, I think it tends to come. But here's what happened. I was not seeking it out in Rochester. I yeah. was like, so last night I'm going to have a glass of wine, whatever. But then the wine kept flowing and then we met this like semi pro basketball player and that he was happens. fun. And then the, the bartender was hitting on me so hard and I was like, Oh, it's coming to me. And then the Lord said, No, it's not. Where does the basketball player go? Well, he was hitting on my friend Christy. Okay. So and then Christy has a boyfriend, so she kept being like, I'm I have a boyfriend. I uh, yeah. and he was like, But he ain't here. Oh. Okay. And then I was like, Oh boy, well, sir, you gotta <laughs> say she said no. You know, like, you gotta, but I'm a vet. 
available. You gotta bounce, dribble away. Okay, but, you gotta go. But because you like sex so much, I do. Do you think? Do you want to be monogamous with someone? I do. Okay. Uh, I think I really am excited about like being like, ugh. I guess I'll have sex with you again. Ooh, how can I make it exciting? Okay. So it's like a challenge. It'd be a challenge for you. And like, I'm dying to fight with someone at Ikea. <laughs> like, I'm really, I really like, like the weird fought parts. Ikea. Yeah, yeah, You've I'm never going. fought in an Ikea? No. Because you got money. That's you go somewhere true. else. You fight I'm in fucking restoration on hardware. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I'm having furniture delivered to my house. Yeah, you're just arguing at the front door. <laughs> Put the couch there. Uh, I don't know. Like, all that stuff excites me. Yeah. Like, to be like, oh, he's so annoying. Or she's so annoying. And you're like, oh, she always does this thing. Yeah, like, I'm, I think it really excites me to, like, deal with someone's bullshit. Would you seriously date a woman? Yeah. Or, Okay, I would. Well, that opens uh, up yeah. the that opens up the I don't know options. I think so. I refuse to close a door to to love. Yeah, like anybody who's like, um, I could never be gay. I'm like, yeah, but like, what if you fall in love with a person who isn't the gender that you thought you were right. into? Would you just truly close that person off? Yeah, like that's insane to me. Now I'm curious. Do you find that people are intimidated by your being successful? Mm. You know, just like, do they, do, do you find, because I've had a, several mm -hmm. friends lately. Uh, well, they're straight women. I know you don't identify. You're saying. I identify as slutty. There you go. I don't, yeah. I'm and like, pansexual is a, it just, it's a strange term. Yeah. I don't know any of the terms for, for anything. Okay, so there's these, pansexual, okay. bisexual, demisexual. What's demisexual? That means you have to have a, uh, uh, oh shit, what is it? You have to have like a, a connection with someone before okay. you sleep with them. Okay. Which I was like, so thoughtful people get a term? <laughs> I know, like, I thought they were just Kind, thoughtful sincere. people were like, we need a term too. That's my but understanding. demisexual to me does not... I, I like thoughtful better than yeah. demisexual. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like all of the. the There's things. a lot of terms. I, I'm I'm an old lady. I don't know a lot of them. <laughs> but my friends that are uh, are straight, they've had a hard time meeting men lately because the men are uh, intimidated by their like success or making yeah. money. Whitney Cummings has a. A joke where she was like, you know what's a turn off for a man? Owning a home. <laughs> so, which <laughs> is like, bonkers. Yeah, it's I would be like, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't. I'm not paying rent. I will not tell people <laughs> that I like have a house when I go on dates with them. I yeah. mean, if they listen to my podcast, they know, but... Uh, the straight men, I don't think, listen to this podcast. It's not. I don't think that's my demographic. Like at my shows, my opener, Chrissy, kept being like, where are the straight single men? And it would be like one man, he's like, hello. <laughs> hello, that's my name's Carl. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Truly, uh, it is I love Nicole. <laughs> women and gay men and then men who are in relationships with women who like me. Yeah. That's my audience. I have a pretty big female audience, mm -hmm. and uh, they... Those the straight ones are always there with their boyfriends. Their boyfriends and the boyfriends always have their arms crossed, like, "Ugh, she fucking dragged me uh -huh. here." <laughs> yeah, 
uh, I get them to like uncross their arms and then they like there's a, a I see a lot of like older gentlemen who have been dragged to my shows yep. who will nod. They won't laugh, but they're just like, mm-hmm. They're, they're in agreement. <laughs> they're like, okay, uh, no, okay, no, sure. <laughs> I want to see your live show. I bet it's so fun. I think it's fun. Uh, my last show in Rochester, they behaved for 35 minutes. And then a man goes, nailed it! Ah, the bane of your existence. Well, I do a two-minute joke up top about how I don't like it because a car... Uh, this guy was like speeding towards me. I thought he was going to hit me and he stopped literally like like a foot away from me and leaned out of the car and went, almost nailed it. No. And I was like, oh my God. That's not okay. And then later I was like, was he doing a bit? Did he try to kill me as a bit? <laughs> or did he like actually almost hit me and then realize who I was? I was like, either way, I really hated it. It was yes. really awful. Who wants to almost get hit so yes. he can yell a catchphrase? Yes. And I, I thought that was like enough of a story to be. And then I make them say it like seven times. So they can get out of their system. Yes. And then by the seventh time, it's like truly like one woman who's like, nailed it. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yes, yes, we're all sick of it. So then 35 minutes, man was like, nailed it. And I was like, who said it? Who? <laughs> and then silence. And I was like, listen, guys, I just have I just have a query. Like, why? Why would you say it after I asked you not to? I'm not going to be mean. Yeah. I truly just like, let's have a therapy session. Like, I want to get to why why we're doing it because I can't figure it out. And then this guy was like, it was me. And I was like, come up here. So I had him come on stage. Yeah. And then I was like, so why did you do it? And then he was like, because uh, I auditioned for Nailed It. And I was like, oh, I don't care. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, sorry. And then we like talked for like... 30 more seconds and then he goes actually it wasn't me I lied and I was like oh, oh my god you're terrible too <laughs> the people were just want attention is that what yes. it is so then I was just like you have to leave what is your name then he didn't want to tell me his name and I was like you have to tell me your full like just you have to tell me and then his friend was like Matt and I was like okay Matt in the overalls I hate you forever I'll write this down on my phone so then I took like two minutes out of the show to be like okay Matt with the overalls just like texting it to myself oh my god so I was like I have to remember him uh, so then after that I was like okay see so people just like want to talk to me yeah what do you want to talk about and then one man in the dark corner was like porn I was like you want to just talk about porn <laughs> you didn't have to leave your house to talk about porn did y'all talk about it no oh <laughs> you're like I don't want to talk like, about it I don't talk, what are you going to talk about like we all like to come and then this other man was like Joe Rogan podcast. And I was like, do you think I'm Joe Rogan? <laughs> like, what is happening? You have a, cr- oh, a crazy audience. Yes. And it went on for, so that was like at 35 minutes. I just talked to them like this for 45 minutes. <laughs> just like crowd work of like, what do you want from yeah. me? <laughs> they would just yell things at is me. That an, is that the norm right now? Or yeah. just, oh, it is? Yeah. Uh, in Appleton, Wisconsin, a place that I hate and if if we could like vote to get rid of cities, that would be the number one I've city never I would been to get rid of. Don't go. It just because of the club, or you d- hated the whole experience. Everyone, okay. I would say seventy percent of the people who came to my shows <laughs> had been locked in a basement, and the first time they left that basement, they were like, "We got you comedy," <laughs> and they're like, "Let's go see Nicole Byer." <laughs> like it was as if no one had ever left their homes before. Oh my god! It was it was truly insane. <laughs> like I finished my "Please don't say nailed it at me" joke. <laughs> And immediately this fat man was like, nailed it! I was like, what? (laughs) And 
I had to stop myself from looking at that man and going, you fat motherfucker, get out of my show. Yeah. And then I was like, why did you want to call him a fat mother? You're fat too. Why are you trying to hurt this man's feelings with his weight? And I was like, oh, because it makes me insane. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. man. Yeah, my shows have been pretty rowdy. But um, instead of getting mad lately, I've just been like, I don't know. We'll just talk. Just talking about it. We'll just, we could just talk if that's Process what you want to do. We can, you know. Have, well, have I have guess that means that's how successful your show is. <laughs> I mean, on the plus side, I guess they want to so. yell the name of your show because it's so popular. I, yeah, it does feel good in a way, but then also in a way, I'm like, I work so hard on this material. I know you're like, just let me do my set. Let me, let me do it, please. <sighs> Now, do you hook up a lot on the road? Nope, sure don't. Uh, it's hard. Uh, not even in Appleton. Nope, not in not Appleton. Not with that guy that yelled nailed it. Well, Appleton, Wisconsin also is like historically a sundown town, which uh, sundown towns in the north were created uh, so like black people could like be in the town during the day, but at sundown they had to leave. And not uh, just black people, like people of color. Okay. Uh, any diversity. Any, any diverse things in the town. Any pop They have to leave at night. They had to leave at night leave with the darkness <laughs> <laughs> so at night you didn't feel welcome no it, like it just felt like the tinge was left of history uh yeah i fucking hated appleton wow. uh well, during my show i don't know if i said this on the podcast but during my show my opener was a black dude and he's on stage and this guy in the crowd goes smile we can't see you no yeah and he handled it way better than i would have handled it uh-huh. uh because he like kept going yeah. oh i would have been like pay me less goodbye uh, yeah no, that's so i'm not doing that crazy it was so fucking rude and he was like shook after the of he course. was like i couldn't I just, I'm, I'm sorry. I think I ran the light, and I was like, "Don't worry about it." Like, yeah. truly, the fact that you did more time is insane to me. Uh-huh. And they were so uh-huh. poorly behaved. Well, just the fact that someone's just yelling that, like, oh, 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 yeah. so funny. Yeah, you're like, it's what? crazy. Like, I gotta leave. <laughs> so, before you met Jax, uh, did you fuck people on the road? Did you have chuckle fuckers? I didn't really know. I'm. <laughs> I'm so boring. <laughs> I'm like a weird rule follower that's like, I'm responsible. I would, I, there were opportunities for sure where, mm-hmm. you know, people were lingering around and and people would be like, let's go drink or have shots. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I got to go watch Netflix in my hotel room because I, I have an order of chicken wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, like I was legit like more excited that I had a to-go box <laughs> of a hamburger <laughs> that I didn't want to get cold. So I like I'm I had like a, a couple here and there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't I did not capitalize on that mm. part of my life. Sometimes it's hard. Well, a lot of times <clears throat> it's like you do two shows in a night, so you're like talking so for two tired. hours. It tuckers me out. Well, and I I I do a meet and greet after every show too, mm-hmm. and after everyone, everyone, I do a, and they last about <clears throat> forty five minutes to an hour. Wow! So I'm almost doing two shows per show. Fortune, you are <clears throat> so kind. I'm just, I know it's like I, it's because I'm. Do trying, you meet the whole crowd? Or I do meet you the, do anyone separate? that will stay. Fortune, I know, but it's just where I'm at in my career, where I just, you know, I'm trying to keep building that fan no, base. You, I get it. I, just... I think once I once I start doing <clears throat> excuse me once I start doing more theaters mm-hmm. I probably won't do that uh, just 
because things shift a little bit, you know? Yes. But while I'm in the comedy clubs, I figure, why not? You know, like, Mm -hmm. it's a more intimate crowd. It's not, it's, you know, you're meeting 300 people versus 900, yeah, yeah, or whatever it ends up being. Um, but 6,000 fortune. That's what Radio City Music Hall holds. (laughs) And I believe you'll play there on July 18th of 2020. All right. I'll take it. Wow. That's honestly a lot sooner. (laughs) That's a lot sooner than I anticipated, but that's yeah. Baby, it's coming. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, right now I'm at a stage where I'm just like, I'm like, they paid for this ticket. They're coming to see me. I want to make it a little extra special. Mm-hmm. So if if me sticking around for 45 minutes after a show makes them feel better, I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. That's uh, so nice. But once I am rich and famous, fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and it's, I, I, everyone's so nice. I'm mm-hmm. very lucky that I, I have a very nice fan base. They just are, every club I go to, people are like, this is the nicest crowd we've had mm-hmm. ever and it makes me feel good. Like I feel like whatever I'm putting out, it's yeah, I'm lucky to be getting something really cool back mm-hmm. in return. So the meet and greets are fun for me. I'm meeting people that are really lovely and mm-hmm. and really like seem appreciative of my comedy or just mm-hmm. I guess I try to put out positivity and it's nice to see that it makes some sort of difference. I'll do a meet and greet. I sell VIP tickets so yeah. to just like to cap the meet and greet. Yeah, that's smart. Uh, because I when I do the long meet and greets, it's I find it really exhausting. Really? Because people like to tell me stories. Oh, 100%. And I like to hear people's stories. Yeah. But like when I have to like regroup and do a show in like a like a 45 minutes, yeah. it like kind of takes me out of it and mm-hmm. then I feel like I've taken a lot of their energy and it kind right. of fucks with mine. That's the only reason why like I don't do them. I get it. I get it cuz there are a lot of people that, you know, we they feel like because of social media mm-hmm. and Chelsea was a show where everyone kind of felt like they knew you. So there's a lot of people that come through mm-hmm. being like, "Hey, old Oh, we got to catch up on yeah. how life is going. <laughs> and you're like, and you're just I like, I've listen, I gotta, just, I lo- I love you, appreciate you. Mm-hmm. We gotta, we gotta keep it moving. The only place I regret not doing a meet and greet was Tacoma, Washington. Yeah. Have you ever done uh, the Tacoma Comedy Club? Uh huh. I fucking love that it's place. A great place. They're yeah. a great club. The audience was like magnificent. They were the kindest crowd I've yeah. been in front of. Um. And then Denver Comedy Works. I should have done a meet and That's greet with That's a really them. good one. We they were, were there. really great. So when you do your VIP meet and greet at like a comedy club, mm-hmm. how does that work? They just like people, it's after the show? It's after the show and they have like a like a post-it like, on their ticket okay. that says like meet and greet or whatever. And then the or rest of the people like have band. to leave? So everyone has to leave and then the other people can stay. And, and then do you go out like right away? or you? No, I wait like 10 minutes and then okay. go out. But so I you, think, you're you're like a businesswoman. I'm so bad at that. Well, stuff. I think what I'm going to start doing if I don't have a meet and greet and it's like a good show, uh-huh. I think I'll say, or maybe I'll just like, like tell the host, like I might do a meet and greet. I will tell you after the show if I'm willing to meet these people. Right, right. And if it's a good show, I'll be like, I'll meet them. You can yeah, say it. it is exhausting though mm-hmm. because you've just done an hour of material. Yeah, I don't think people realize how exhausting that is. It, you're exerting so much energy. Because mm-hmm. what you're doing is you're just giving yourself. Yes. I'm, give, I'm giving myself to you guys mm-hmm. for this this time. And then once you do a meet and greet, you're now giving yourself again for another mm-hmm. hour. So by the end of the night, you've spent the last four hours, four hours. 
just like saying, here, take everything mm-hmm. I have, and you feel a little depleted. It, it's yeah. a weird feeling. I mean, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome job. But I know I get to the hotel, and I just have to kind of lay there. Or I'll go through my phone just kind of uh-huh. mindlessly scrolling. Because yes. I don't want to think about anything. Yeah, you kind of have to just have a blank slate. Mm-hmm. I don't watch a lot of TV when I'm on the road either. Uh, yeah. It's like a lot of just laying. <laughs> just laying, <laughs> staring in his just face. Just like being like, you like, be what okay. are you doing? I'm like, just laying here. Just not so you just thinking. Shut it, you just want to shut it all off. Yeah. And then you you build yourself back up. Uh-huh. And the next day you do it again. Um, I mean, it's the coolest job in the world, but it yeah, it is it definitely takes it out of you because mm-hmm. you're truly giving yourself to people. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, these are my jokes; they're what I think is funny. Yeah, I hope you find this funny. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like dating is kind of the same way. Uh-huh. Like, ugh, there was like a chunk of time last year where I was just dating a lot, mm-hmm. and it was kind of exhausting because I would go on these dates and try to be very authentically me right to be like this is what you're gonna get if you want to date me uh-huh. and then i'd be like okay that person didn't like me <laughs> okay let's try this again yeah and then i'm also like, like auditioning during the day doing yeah. shows at night where you're dealing with like the same kind of rejection yeah because and it's where all it's personal not, yes it's like in our industry it's not personal but it's fully personal yes because it's, it's like well i don't do like you want me you for this not want me yeah yeah and it's just exhausting. Cause you did you live in you lived in New York, yeah. right? Did you find dating here or there easier? Dating or worse? in New York, I think, is so much easier. Really? Yeah, because you well, there's like a drinking culture in New York and mm-hmm. like a outside of your apartment culture. Yeah. Here people will be like, come to my house, we'll have wine, we'll have cheese, we're all in bed by ten. <laughs> In New York, they're like, wait, never sleep. Yeah. So you like go to a bar and then like your friends could leave, but then you've made like a whole nother group of friends. Yeah. And you you just go home with that new group. Like it's just, it's easier to meet people. Like it's it's easier to like have fun. It's more social. Here I feel like people are like, this is my group of people and we're going to go on a hike in the morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So like uh, also we're going to leave and we don't want to speak to you. Oh wait, you're on TV. How are you? Yeah. Uh, she, she lived in, you know, in Chicago and she was like, no mm-hmm. one drinks here like no one gets hammered she's like what where are like the people that are like partying they're at someone's house in the hills doing cocaine (laughs) it's it's a weird city it's a very weird city but then after like i've been here long enough that i'm like maybe la is on to something uh where you party a couple days and then sleep yeah (laughs) i know i mean yeah this is good i like this it's kind of funny now where comedy's at because like i'll run into comics like hiking Uh uh-huh like all the comics in the 80s were like doing blow Uh and you know passing out in hotel rooms and i'm like running into them they're like drinking smoothies yeah i feel like we're all like we should take care of ourselves (laughs) like i was talking to ron funches he was like yeah it was just like I'm tired and all I do is stand and talk. Yeah. So I was like, maybe I, t- I lose a little bit of weight. And I was like, I feel the same way. It's like so... I would get off a plane and be like, my ankles are swollen. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all I did was sit in the air for three hours. Why are they swollen? I get I know. Because like, you haven't had water in six days. <laughs> Once I started like breathing really heavy on stage, just like <laughs> holding a microphone, just like uh-huh. panting. <laughs> I was like, maybe I should try to lose some weight. Uh-huh. So it's a real wild thing when you're like, all I do is stand and talk, and I'm <laughs> covered in sweat, covered. Oh, 
It's uh, hard to be a human. It's so hard to be. A, <laughs> I say it all the time. It's exhausting to be a human, but then it's also like exhausting to be like a nice human. Yeah. Which is like a new uh, street I'm driving down. I'm trying to really like be nice. <laughs> How's that working? It's so hard. I, I find you very nice. Hey, thank You're you. You're welcome. Were I, you not nice before? Um, or just- I would like pick and choose people I was nice to. Okay. Which like isn't a nice thing. Yeah. Like uh my roommate John Milheiser, mm-hmm. I, I say his first and last name because He's your roommate now? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, know we've John. lived together for oh my God, seven years. Oh wow. We've lived okay. together for such a long time. <clears throat> yeah. He's like my husband who I don't fuck. <laughs> uh Perfect. we like fold each other's laundry. I love it. <laughs> We're real domestic. And also he's got a boyfriend. We're a real thruple and I get no action. <laughs> But um, uh oh, what was I talking about? You were talking about I was talking about how if you if you were nice or not to people before, and you said you picked and choose who to mm. be nice to. <coughs> I didn't take my ADD medicine today. I fully <laughs> don't remember where I was going with that. So John Melheiser. Oh yeah, I don't roommate. know. I don't know where the John John transition John was coming into. Nice. Did hmm. he help you be nice? Or no. We would talk a lot of shit. Okay. Like all the time. And then I got to a point where I was like, oh, I should just like keep my eyes on my own paper. Like what this person has is like not for me. Right. And I should just be, there's 400 television shows on the air. Yeah. If there's a will, there's a way. Like right. you could you could do it. You'll be fine. Oh, like when you would see someone get something, and you're yeah. like that person. And we'd be so like, let's funny. talk about them. They <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> and then lately, I've been like, John, let's not do that. Okay. Let's not, let's like try to like keep it positive, yeah. keep it fresh. There's just there's some people you know where you're just like, can't believe it, another job. But it, I know, right? God, if I had a nickel. <laughs> But you know, when you have a fun gay, f- fun gay roommate, uh-huh. it's hard not to just want to be like, like that's a fucking bad. <laughs> How do you not do that? I mean, I fall into that with my. I try really hard that, like, if we have like one little bitch sesh, I'm like, we can't do that again today. <laughs> we did that yesterday. We have to be kind yes. and nice today and put love out into the world. I get it though, because you know we work so hard, and mm-hmm. I mean you want to be so happy for everybody. Yeah. There, every now and then, there's a couple people where you're just like, "How? Like they're not funny, and I know for a fact they're a real asshole." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't yeah. happen often. No, but, but every see, now and again, yeah. you're just like this person's a piece of shit, and I hate them so much. Yeah, but you know that we're human. What are we gonna do, Nicole? <laughs> Drink that water, girl. You gotta hydrate. Ah. <laughs> on my flight today, I well, I was pretty drunk when I got on the first plane. <laughs> fell asleep, woke up, and was like, I feel terrible. <laughs> I was like, why do I feel so bad? Then I got on my second flight, I was like, oh, because you have had literally no water and a <laughs> bottle of wine within the last six hours. So then I chugged that little Dasani bottle they give you on yeah. Delta. And then fully passed out. And I think I snored uh, really hard. So if you're on my flight today from Detroit to L.A., I'm really sorry. Because <laughs> the flight attendant was like, you really were sleeping. <laughs> I also moaned in my sleep, so I could have been doing that. Oh, there you go. And I also sleep with my hands in the seatbelt uh, oh, like, like that. Yeah, okay. Because otherwise my arms will sometimes go everywhere. <laughs> you're hitting the person next yeah, to you. Yeah, so it looks like maybe I'm... <laughs> 
<laughs> like pleasuring myself. And then I'm also going, mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. like, she's just, uh, she's having a great dream. Oh man, he was so hot. And I like, today was like, was he as hot as I think he was? So then I texted him and then he apologized for his performance and I was like, it's fine. And then I was like, give me your last name. So then he gave me his last name and then that's how I found him on Instagram. He's so cute. <laughs> it's Ugh. a shame that, I mean, that is the one nice thing that you don't have to worry about with women mm -hmm. is, uh, well, sometimes they can pass out and then what... <laughs> <laughs> then what are you gonna do? You gotta. And then you poke me. Say, excuse me. You wake up for me. Excuse me. Hello, excuse. Excuse me. You have to. You have to figure out. You know. Wait. Are they? Oh, they're they're passed oh. out. Okay. Oh, hands, off. Hands, hands off. Hands off. Hands up. Hands up. Uh, we're done. But as far as if they're still awake, mm -hmm. the if the you know organs are all usually working. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. it is a little easier because it's not dependent on a. An appendage staying hard. Yeah. You can buy an appendage that's always hard. <laughs> Does that, is that, you know, I guess forgive my lack of knowledge sure, with the no. penises. <laughs> is that an issue for many guys? I don't think it's an issue for many guys, but it has happened a couple of times. Yeah. And I don't know how to say to people or to men that like sex isn't over because you couldn't get hard. Right. Like you could. Eat me out. There you, you go. Finger me a little. <laughs> you can flick my bean. You can lick my butt. <laughs> oh, they can. They, you like a butt licking? You like you your. Have, oh. oh, you like a butt licking. <laughs> yeah, eat my butt. Eat it's 2019. <laughs> eat the booty like groceries. I could eat your booty like groceries. I could tickle your teeth. I could suck on your little nipples. I don't know. Do you tell like, them that in the moment? No, and I, I guess I don't know how because uh, they're always so apologetic. Oh, okay. And the first time it happened was this dude that I was dating. Maybe we'd been, like, it was our sixth date or something. Uh -huh. And he was just so embarrassed. He was just like... He like sunk into my bed and was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't believe that happened." Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, "It's okay. Yeah, I like it's really it's okay." And then we never recovered from that. Like, really? From that day on, he was like distant. Like a wall went up, and he was just like, "No." And I was like, "I it it's like wasn't an ego thing. My kinda? fucking fault. Right? Like it's not my fault. Your dick wouldn't get hard. Yeah. Like that's just not it. I refuse to believe that for sure." Um. Yeah, I think it was like an ego thing. Like yeah. his, his ego was bruised. I He was like, this has never happened. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. And then he's like, also, it's the first time I've ever had sex sober. And I was like, all right. So you're like really working through some issues yeah. that have nothing to do with me. Uh, I think my feelings were just hurt because uh, I was like, we're not adult enough to talk about it. Right. Like, it, it's fine. It happens. That's why Viagra exists. Uh -huh. That's why you can get it through your insurance and not have to pay for it. Because men are so <laughs> upset when their dicks don't work. <laughs> but uh, this time, I was truly just, like, a little too drunk and had to be on a plane shortly. Right. So I was like, I don't have time to articulate things to you. Yeah. It's I just need you to leave. And he also brought, like, a box of chicken with him. It was weird. But... <laughs> It was like grilled chicken. Where did the chicken come he from? He was like, I need protein. Uh, I don't know where it came from, but I ate a piece of the chicken. It was like pretty dry. This guy. It was a very weird. <laughs> this guy. I hope he listens to this podcast. Oh, I hope so, too. But I don't, men out there need to know 
that sex isn't just about wiener yes. and vagina. It's not about you coming. It's about the experience and yeah. everybody coming. And if one person comes, I if that's not you. I think it's successful for sure. You know, it's a it's a fifty percent. Yeah. Success. You do so many things. Fucking kiss my neck. Well, you need to go out there and start spreading the word. I'm trying. Men need to know this. Well, men don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> so, okay, if I there's, bet there's a straight five man, men, men right now, all listening. five of you: George, Timmy, Tom, and uh, Mike, and uh, Keith. <laughs> go tell your <laughs> friends. Definitely Keith. Tell the tell them that so you can you can still do other stuff even if your dick yeah, doesn't lick work. Buttholes. Lick buddies. <laughs> <laughs> Fortune. We've come to the end. Oh, Nicole, this was a delight. I truly could talk to you for so long. I I've learned a lot from being in this podcast with really? you. Really? Yeah. What'd you learn? I learned about a lot about wieners. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> and uh, it, I definitely think I'm I'm grateful to be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wasn't attracted to men. But I, you are attracted to women too. I am, so you. But I wish I could just cut men out of the equation. Right. But I know you like that that dick. I do, and I love like a big dummy attached to it. Yeah. Like I love a dumb man. You can't you can't help what you like, you know? Like just big doofy idiots. <laughs> I love them who are just like, "Wow, you're funny." And I'm like, "Yes, I am. <laughs> hey, you so stupid." I love it. Uh so Fortune, yes. You're touring before. currently? I am touring. Oh wait, yes. I forgot. I ask all my guests this. Okay, I only missed it with two people. I know Jax is sitting right here, but if you weren't fianced, would you date me? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. We'd lick so many buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> We'd lick our lick buttholes with each uh, other all day. What a treat! I've never had mine licked, but you you've know. never had your booty hole licked. <laughs> no. Jackson said so few words, yeah. but you truly very quickly leaned into the mic to go, no. She is uh, she's a, a neat freak. Or no, what do we call it? OCD, like clean. She's not into okay. dirty buttholes. Not that mine's dirty, but I think she assumes... Every butthole's dirty. I would have the Lysol wipes. And <laughs> Lysol wipes? Just get like a little baby wipe. Uh-uh, you know? uh-uh. <laughs> so, Wait, yeah. Leech, would you ever have your booty hole eaten? Jax? <laughs> if you have a... I, Jax? Do we need to have a talk? <laughs> oh, this is a real treat. This is why I want to be in a relationship. So I could go on someone's podcast yes. and then have them go, you gonna eat your booty hole? Yeah. And then I could go, <laughs> yeah. I didn't sign up for this yeah. tonight. <laughs> That's what happens when you're with Nicole. Sorry, Uh-oh. I'm nasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Fortune, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, I'm on tour. I'm in a bunch of cities. Uh, Fortunepeamster.com. I'm in Madison, Santa Fe, Charlotte, all those good Phoenix. Um, and also, Jax and I do a podcast called Sincerely Fortune, mm-hmm. uh, where we talk about, a little, uh, we get deep once a week, talk about topics and check it out. I love it. Okay. So. Also, is the Bless the Hearts, is it out yet? Oh, yeah, it comes out this fall. It's a new animated series oh, okay. on Fox, and uh, it's about a family in the South. 
That's cute. And I'll be in it. That's so I play Kristen Wiig's uh, best friend and co-worker. Oh, I love that. That's yeah. great. Fortune, I'm really happy for your success. You too, I think Nicole. you're such a kind, really lovely person. Aww, and I'm uh, so I'm so joyful that I've gotten to spend so much time with you recently. I know. I've we've seen each other so, we had not seen each other for so long. Mm-hmm. And then we this last month we've gotten to do several things together and it's been awesome. It's been a real treat. I love you. Honestly, you're, the best. you're a real dream. I love it. Okay. Uh, truly, go see Fortune Live. She's so funny. Um, and if you like this episode of Why Won't You Date Me, you can subscribe. You can rate it five stars. If you send me a nasty thing hitting on me, <laughs> I will read it. This person hit on me, <laughs> not in a funny, nasty way, in a way that I was like, what? So he emailed me and said, Nicole, you're a beautiful woman. My weakness is black pussy. <laughs> oh. I'm a normal guy who works for United. <laughs> so thank you, but I don't think I will uh, take you up on you wanting to eat my black pussy. <laughs> This person said in an Instagram uh, comment for the for everyone to see, Nicole spelled with an H, which is not the way I spell no. it. You are so sexy. I want to meet you and have sex and to eat your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can find a fun one. Okay, this one's fun. I want to stuff your coochie with some ham and cheese, make a grilled toasty, and eat it out. Nom, 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 nom. I love ham and cheese toasties. (laughs) That one's very funny. Let's see if I, okay. Girl, I want to get our nipples and clits stuck in the respective ends of Chinese finger traps and come while we try to figure out if our new sex party favors are racist. (laughs) Oh, boy. The people who listen to this podcast are a real delight, and I love them. Yes. Okay, this person said something dirty. I want to wipe you back to front. That one just hurts my feelings because you're trying to get me sick. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's the wrong way. Yeah, you're you're trying to. (laughs) That's not the dirty I like. I mean, I mean like a fun, filthy thing. Like you just like want me to get like bacteria (laughs) vaginosis. Like seems mean, but it's okay. I know you meant well, and that's it. Thanks, Fortune. Thanks, Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash DateMe today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DateMe.